This is Sonara Trigarth, also known as Sineo. Welcome to the Phoenix Tales. So, I just want you to know that you're welcome here. We're going to talk about everything. This is our place for us. This is basically our area to do our rebirth from the tiniest forms to the greatest achievements. It is not a single story, but multiple legends that we're going to deal with because we are all phoenixes at some time in our life. And by embracing the fire, the ice, and the heart within, we discover we are something more than we have ever imagined. So come take a seat and join in as we go forward on today's episode of The Phoenix Tales. Hey everybody, this is Senna Ale, also known as Sinara Trigard. And today is the first day of my podcast, The Phoenix Tales. Um, so a little bit about the how and the why of this podcast. Um, first off, Phoenix, um, P-H-O-E-N-Y-X, um, was a nickname given to me by my grandfather when I was little, little um, because he used to read to me the Phoenix myths growing up. And he had always attributed me to being a phoenix. Uh, part of it has to deal with the way when I was born. Uh, when I was born, the RH negative shot wasn't around, and my mom was, uh, if I remember correctly, RH negative. I was RH positive, and they were afraid I wasn't going to survive my birth. And um, it was kind of scary for, I guess, everybody involved, uh, whether or not I was going to live or not. So there were some concerns, especially considering I was two weeks late <laughs> being born. And when I was born, I was crying. I wouldn't settle down. Down. I'd calm down a little bit, then I'd start crying and I was getting uncomfortable. And they realized that it was possible that um, I was coming to what's called a critical junction, where either my body was going to start accepting everything and everything would be fine, or they would have to do a complete blood transfusion. Um, now, this is where things get a little bit kind of paranormal, creepy. Um, <laughs> my friend Delvin Cox will tell you that this is like one of those that, where basically with all the scary stories that you probably have heard from me from his Halloween show. I probably should have included this one in it and didn't, um, but I think this would be the perfect time to introduce you to why weird things happen in my life. Um, my grandfather had come to take a look at his new granddaughter, his very first grandchild, and there was a little boy in the nursery room, and he went to go find... He went to go find one of the nurses. As he went by, he saw this little dark-haired boy standing near one of the... Basically, one of the nursing chambers, one of the little nursery nurserette bassinets, um, and the babies. And he realized one of them looked like it was mine, and I was crying. As he watched, the little boy reached down and stroked my cheek. Um, the really weird thing was, all of a sudden, I went from screaming at the top of my lungs. Ah! to whimpering, to opening my eyes and looking directly into the boy's eyes and cooing. Ah, and my grandfather says, the little boy took my hand in his hand, basically like I wrapped my fingers around it, like one of his fingers, and cooed. And he touched my cheek with his finger and whispered something. And he didn't know what I whispered because of the window, but he whispered to me and kissed my forehead and my grandfather called for the nurse again and he looked up and he smiled at my grandfather and he moved like he was walking out the like to the other area where the other babies were. and when they went in there was no little boy in fact there was no room way there was no other exit out for the boy to go to so my grandfather's like, so I either saw a ghost or I saw your soulmate come to rescue. And I used to laugh about this a lot, actually, because it sounded so funny. And um, 
you want to go be like, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Um, yet at the same time, there's this part of me that's like, oh my goodness. It makes sense in a way because it was at that point after that happened, they ran the blood work and the blood work came back completely normal. Um, everything was fine. I was tired. I was sleepy. Um, that would be the moment where, according to my grandfather, I made the turn. Um, and my parents were fighting over what my name would be, Samantha or some other name. And my grandfather chose my name. Um, but in his eyes, I rose from the possible ashes I was going to crash and burn into and became the phoenix at that point. It was also when he realized that even though in all the myths that he had read up to this certain point that the phoenix who never has a soulmate always solely reproduces um basically recreates itself that there was a soulmate out there for the phoenix um which the first time I ever found out the legend that the soulmate for the phoenix wasn't another phoenix but was actually a dragon um i was six years old five years old um so because of that and the idea of rebirth and telling tales being an author being a writer being someone who loves to help people understand things by use of allegory um but also being somebody who is about mental health and being positive for others and um being that person who believes in paying it forward whether it be through snarky writer <laughs> whether it be um helping other artists other creatives um, um, the reason for the Phoenix Tales is specifically because we all carry our own tale of woe, of sadness, of happiness, of that aha moment. And I wanted this space, this podcast to be about... Whoop, I just dropped my empty bottle of soda. And to be about us. Um, the not just uniqueness of who and what we are, but also to be about the omnitude, the complete entirety of humankind, about who we truly are as a people. There's so much we can do. And one of the things I've learned in the past two years um, is that if you're really lucky, you sometimes get a chance to meet people in your life who three years, maybe, maybe four. <laughs> um, you've discovered people for your life who make great changes in you. Um, for me, people like Paris ASMR, ASMR Zeitgeist, Dasha, um, Damsel Dasha ASMR, um, uh, ASMR artist. And I'm going to talk a bit about ASMR in another um, podcast because ASMR um, a few years back saved my sanity. <laughs> Um, I have chronic insomnia and that's actually something that um, we'll talk about because I think this is something that a lot of people suffer from. Um, some have bouts of insomnia. I am somebody who has fought since a very young age um, with insomnia where I will go days without sleep. I have gotten better since I have recently moved. Um, for those who know me either online at sonara.com or on Twitter at uh, Ale, um, or you may know my old handle which I still have currently which is at Sonara. Um, or on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, I should say, which is currently the AL underscore Xander, which I'm going to transfer that and make that Cine AL and just combine my two accounts from Insta together. Um, one of the things about it, that whole, is that with ASMR, it's all about that light tapping and tingling and that relaxation that you get from like repetitive noises, like the sound of a fan. Um, and you're like, oh, 
that white noise sensation, but it's also that of ASMR. And when I found ASMR, um, because I'm also a certified Reiki master, Reiki master, I um, fell upon it through a Reiki video I was watching and it recommended a Reiki ASMR video, which was by Mermaid Ariel ASMR. And it's still one of my favorite ASMR videos to this day. I still go back to it on a regular basis and oh my god, I love it to death. And that began my journey into ASMR for relaxation. And because because I do have chronic insomnia, um, I have learned to use ASMR videos and guided meditation and white noise sounds. Like there is a 11 or 12 hour thing on YouTube of the ocean and rainstorm combined. Oh my God. I have like, like four or five different ones that are like that intense that those buggers put me into the la 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 mode. So between them and the medication I take, and I try not to take a lot of my prescription for it um but i have to take doses of melatonin and like benadryl to sleep otherwise um although there are nights that i can pretty much go without it now which was never the case growing up or um when i got to a certain when I got to my adult years, I needed to have sleeping pillows at times because I would go like three or four days without sleep and then collapse for like 12 hours. Um, I bring that up because it's one of the things here on Phoenix Tales that we're going to do is we're going to talk about those things that we kind of need to be aware of, how to help others help ourselves, the stories that go untold, um, things from a creative perspective, um, the downfalls, the pitfalls, the things to cheer. Um, those of you who know me know I am in to the woo and I love I love calling it that the woo it's the, like the woo woo factor it's the woo baby we're all about the woo um <laughs> I may have to edit that <laughs> Um, but having grown up with the woo in my life, I, I, I don't understand how people who never have experienced the woo have lived their life without it. <laughs> um, I have friends who are skeptics. I mean, like, seriously, like, hardcore. There's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as past lives. There's no such thing as A, B, C, D, E. Um, you name it on the paranormal scales of, sh of shit. And by the way, I'm going to cuss this. So this is going to end up being, like, rated one of those adult theme things because... I will say the words fuck, shit, hell, damn, um, and a couple of fuck yous and whatever's within there, so be warned. Um, and then those people who end up meeting me and being part of my life, and if they are actually part of my life in like a personal way, like not just long distance, but like phone calls, in person, whatever. After like the first couple of weeks or so, shit starts happening and I get phone calls or text messages and going, oh my God, this has happened. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, okay. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> like, you know about this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, they start getting a string of really good luck that they've never had before. Like, things synchronistically kind of come together and boom, 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 one after the other. And they're like, oh my God, it's all like coming into play. And I'm like, well, I told you to watch out for this, this, and this. Because if this came and this came and this came, then you'd be like, they're like the next five things would be like, boom, 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 back to back. And they're like, yeah, but I didn't really believe you. It's like, oh, and now? <laughs> oh my god i believe you what do i do now it's like uh everything i told you to do beforehand dumb shit <laughs> so 
Being a phoenix um, is tough in a lot of ways. You feel things deeper. Um, and there's a lot of phoenixes out there. A lot of you are probably phoenixes in your own right. And it's funny because like when I say phoenix, my brain automatically, because as most of you who know me know, I am a huge comic fan. Yes. Um, anybody who's ever seen any of my books, I'll take pictures of my books and my stuff. Um, I am a big comic nerd. Um, I am a geek a nerd. Um, so we're talking Jean Grey, Rachel Summers, um, the Phoenix Force. So when I talk about Phoenix, I have the mythology Phoenix in one part of my mind. And then I have the comic Phoenix going and I'm like, yes. Um, but then there's us and we are a force to be reckoned with. We generate our own abilities and powers when we are part of the Phoenix Force of our own skills and mind. Because one of the things is, is we rebirth ourselves every day. We make choices from the moment we wake up in the morning until we go to bed at night. And even during our sleep, we do. Um, which is something we're also going to talk about. In fact, I know a couple of people who deal exclusively with dreams and dreaming. And I'm going to see if I can get a couple of them to come on the show um, to talk about dreaming and sleep and how to have good sleep. Because um, one thing that this world is not giving us enough of is good sleep. Oh my God. I'm so sleep deprived. It's ridiculous some days. Um, especially the last three weeks. I have had such intense dreams. It's like not sleeping. I'm exhausted. Uh, as you can tell. Um, and it's like literally 7.30 here and like the time changed. So technically it's 8.30 and I'm like, really, I I'm ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it should be 10 o'clock. It's that if my body is like, I'm over you, I'm over you all. So let me explain to you a little bit more about what I want to do for the show. We're going to have episodes where I'm going to snark about writing. I'm going to have episodes that we're going to deal with the woo. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, when I get ready for certain episodes, I'm going to take in questions from all of y'all on Twitter, um, probably on Instagram. I'm going to have episodes that deal strictly with certain aspects of woo, like um, the tarot and oracle cards and things like ghosts and spell work and metaphysical stuff. Um, there are things they specialize in. We're also going to have, I'm going to also every so often do with Reiki. We're going to talk about what Reiki is, what it does. We're going to talk about what the different levels of Reiki are when you go to learn them and such like that. Because having, being a master Reiki practitioner, um, I'm allowed to teach Reiki and I haven't done it lately. So, I mean, I can. Um, since I moved from Florida to to Alabama. I haven't done it yet. Um, I haven't started teaching any classes or anything, but I probably will do so soon. But I'm also, you know, one of the things is, is finding the best way to best utilize my services for the most people. Um, it's one of the reasons why I love uh, Damsel Dasha ASMR um, on YouTube because she is a Reiki master. And so her ASMR videos are Reiki oriented. So every time I watch her videos, I'm getting a dose of Reiki and I'm getting relaxed. So I'm getting that natural that healing vibe so it's like oh. <laughs> um so she is like one of my favorite peoples ever to watch um i really 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 enjoy watching her um so you're going to get recommendations for stuff like that i'm hoping i can invite some of the asmr people i enjoy so much to come on the show for the podcast because that is actually something i'm looking forward to doing i'm also going to try to see about inviting some of my favorite writers authors comic book artists comic book creatives um, um, and have them spill their guts about all sorts of 
things from mental health to working to writing to artistry um to how to's but also to share their story their phoenix story because one of the things about being a phoenix is the fact that you go through a rebirth period everybody creates themselves at different times at different parts of their life um i've always been a shy person i know it doesn't sound like i'll talk your ear off if you let me no seriously i will talk your ear off <laughs> Um, once I get to know you, if I don't know you, I don't say shit. Um, but yeah, so one of the things I want to do is be able to do that because I decided from after I was, I went through a really super shy period when I was really young. I got a little bit better, especially around my friends and running around playing when you're a little kid and you don't really, you're shy, but you kind of, when you have your friends around, you can be a little less shy. Then I moved to North Carolina when I was 10 and my shyness came back like bitch out of hell and said, girlfriend what the fuck <laughs> um and it took me because i was uh end of fifth grade when that happened and it took me until eighth grade year beginning of the eighth grade year i said to myself i am not going to be shy anymore so <laughs> i'm looking back in my thoughts thinking i was such a fucking idiot <laughs> Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, it worked in a way because I put myself out there more and I spoke to people, a lot more people, which was good, but I was terrified and there were better ways that I could have handled it, um, with dealing with my shyness and coming out of my shyness than the way I did it. I would not recommend it to anybody shy. Oh, because I look at it now and I'm like, oh my God, oh God, no. My adult self is looking back at that self and going, girlfriend, were you trying to give yourself a heart attack <laughs> at that age? Um, oh yeah the answer to that would have been yes I think I was um I also think that I knew that there was a lot more shit going on at home to deal with and um and so trying to get rid of my shyness was a way of trying to figure out if there was anybody out there that could help in case anything were to happen so I reinvented myself I basically phoenixed myself for eighth grade um to a certain level so did a partial rebirth I guess high school um where I went to school at at that time frame um high school was 10th 11th and 12th grade. So we did that. Graduated from high school and was supposed to go to college and didn't. I had my baby girl and moved to New England where I rebirthed myself again. <laughs> um, and that's something that I actually talked about. I talk about in a new podcast that I just finished with Delvin Cock. Um, it's not the full blown story of my life during that time frame, but it, it deals with a good portion of it. Um, so that's something that we talk about. We talk about um, my time as a professional dominatrix. I <laughs> um, also did a couple of other mundane jobs during that time frame. Um, also bartended. Um, and then, you know, ended up getting married, divorced later. So I revamped myself yet again after the divorce. Um, but by that time with the divorce, I was actually living in Florida. So as you see, I mean, we all reinvent ourselves at different times in our lives. And there's nothing wrong with reinventing yourself as long as you're being true who your core self is. Becoming a phoenix and admitting to yourself you're a phoenix at our core is basically saying everybody has the right to rebirth. Everybody has the right to take whom they are, who they are at their core, and say all this other stuff around me that it has been encircling me, some of this stuff is no good anymore and I need to burn it away. I need to get rid of it. I need to ditch it. Poof, it's gone. Keep what works. Get rid of the other shit. And revamp what and who I am and what who I want to do. Um, 
I have some really cool friends who are transgender who basically they're phoenixes in a whole different level um, who are amazing people. Isabel for one. Um, I love her. I love Isabel. Um, there's Mags Visaggio who wrote The Vagrant Queen by Vault Comics which is coming to sci-fi. I can't wait. Um, Mags' story, she talks about a lot on Twitter. She is probably one of the phoenixes in my life whom I look up to very much. Um, not because her story is horrendous or anything else like that, but what it took for her to get to her core self and say, this is what I need to become happy. And this is what I need to become satisfied. And who I am is not what's reflected on the outside yet. And I need my outside to reflect my inside. I want to show the world who the true me is. If you ever get a chance on Twitter to look her up and, and look at some of her back tweets at her story, um, who she truly is and, and how certain things had come about. It is an amazing journey. Um, I, I am amazed by her. Um, she inspires me as a writer. She inspires me as a person daily. Um, Gail Simone is an amazing person, period. Her core self is something I aspire to as a person. To be able to make people think and laugh and enjoy life. And her writing is superb. And do I wish I had her gigs? Hell yes, I do. Damn, that woman can write. And she writes some of my favorite people in comics. And do I want her job? I want to, I don't want her job. I just want to be the one sitting next to her writing some of the other people she don't write because I want her to be able to come over to me and say hey sin yeah I heard you writing so and so uh-huh how you feeling about it I feel pretty good but I'd like to do a team up with you one day and her go well yeah let's let's think of something and I'd be like oh my god I'm gonna work with Gelsimo <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I mean, there are others like that. Danny Lore, Vida Ayala, um, Michael Morecci. Oh my God, that man. Uh, okay, so Michael Morecci, for all of you who do not know this man, you need to learn this name. He is a phoenix beyond compare. This man has written Maul, The Plot, which by the way, The Plot is horror and it is good horror. Him and Tim Daniel came together, wrote this book. I've written, I've read the first two chapters and all I have to say is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Ah, it is like Alfred Hitchcock scary. Um, the psychological dread that <laughs> gets in you <laughs> and pulls at you and goes, hi, did you think you could go home again? Oh, okay. Oh, look at the corners of the room. And oh, were you looking at that picture? Oh, the picture's looking back at you now. And you're like, oh crap, we got to go. <laughs> um, he's one of those people who, is truly a phoenix. He has grown by leaps and bounds. Um, I just finished up his book, Black Star Renegade, which is his love. It's his love story to Star Wars. The book is fabulous. Um, when you first start reading it, at first you're like, oh, okay, it's a little slow, but it's slow in a good way. It's that slow kind of get comfy. You're getting to know. And then it all of a sudden goes boom and it picks up the pace real quick. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> and then it starts getting into this little rhythm, this little bounce kind of thing. And then it shifts gears again. And you're like, why you keep shifting gears? Why can't we just keep going at the pace we were going? I was enjoying myself. Thank you very much. Why you got to drop the floor from underneath me? <laughs> 
And such a genuine ride. You can feel that love of Star Wars, but at the same time too, it is unique upon itself. And if you haven't gotten the book, get it. It's available on Amazon. Um, and I'll be honest with you, it is one of those books that you can sit there, sit back and relax and enjoy over the weekend and go in the next week at work and start dropping like little little Black Star Renegade-isms <laughs> and not realize you're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that your Akura? <laughs> it's like my boss, who's also one of my best friends, uh, my very best, one of my very best friends is like, are you reading Michael's book again? Maybe. <laughs> so Jay's like, woman? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but that's the other thing is being who I am, I have such a diverse life. Things I've done from cardiology to taking care of Alzheimer's patients to working 411, <laughs> working in insurance. Um, I have learned how to do jewelry because uh, of my mom. Um, that Eden Phoenix to me is learning that it's okay to make changes, to shift your gears because... Sometimes you need something new. You need a chance to go poof and say, fuck the old shit. I'm bored. <laughs> and just for the record, a bored sin is a really, really bad, bad thing. Um, and I say that in the most loving way possible <laughs> about myself because I've seen the results of a bored sin and I don't wish this upon anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably why this podcast was actually recommended for me to do because other friends of mine got very, very worried about me. Um, so the Phoenix Tales, what's your story of rebirth? How many times have you rebirthed yourself? What have you dropped off of the face of this planet that you are so glad you got rid of because you didn't need it anymore? For me, it was an ex-husband. <laughs> Um, I got rid of an ex-fiance who, here's the thing about him. Um, he was a good guy. He is still a good guy. I have no hard feelings, um, even though he was cheating. That's probably the only hard feeling I probably do have. Um, but he's such a good guy. Um, I blame myself for part of that because... I was going, I had some really rough psychological stuff that was happening um, right before, right around the time of the 2016 election. Oh, and be warned, occasionally it does get political in this environment. And if you don't like it, tough shit, it's my podcast and I will do what I want. <laughs> so please be warned ahead of time. Will I be severely political? No. However, it does get political in the sense of that if people are being hurt by the policies of governments, um, I am not afraid to air it and say that people are being hurt. Um, because my goal is that people should never be hurt by policies of the government. They should actually be taken care of. Um, I don't give a shit who side of the coin you're on um, here in the U.S., whether it be Democrat or Republican or Independent, Green Party, Libertarian, whatever. Um, I don't care if you're part of the Labour or Conservative or uh, Tories or whatever, if you're in the U.K. or anywhere else in the world. If you're part of a party that represses, oppresses, or does not allow for immigrants, does not allow for the betterment of working people does not provide for children, then you suck. And I don't like you. So, <laughs> because here's the thing. At one point, we were all immigrants of the country that we are currently in. So, yeah. 
unless you can trace your ancestors all the way back to the original people of that country you live in, that state, that province, then yeah, we're all immigrants of one kind or another. So it behooves us to be kind to others. It behooves us to be that person that is understanding because you know what? We want people to understand us. We want people to take a moment when we're having a hard time and to not, um, and not have where we're having issues, where we're having hard moments of bah humbugs. We want people to sit there and be, oh gosh, you're having a hard time. Let's see what's there to help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you look for these things. Um, And the reason behind it is honestly, everybody needs a helping hand. Everybody needs a safe place to rebirth to become a phoenix. Why aren't we being that safe haven? And that's the goal of this podcast is to be the safe haven to talk, to moan, to gripe, to bitch, to provide creativity, to provide inspiration, perspiration, to be the place where you can turn around and say, I am a phoenix. I am renewing myself. I am fucking worth it. Bow before me. Look at the glory that I am. And damn it, I rock it today. I rock it every day. And I deserve to be honored for who I am and what I've accomplished. Love me for who I am. And we all really do deserve that. So welcome to Phoenix Tales. My name is Sina Ale. Take a seat, sit back, relax. And I hope you're going to enjoy the show enjoy the podcast, talk with me on Twitter, talk with me on Instagram, (laughs) and more importantly, tell me how you feel about being a phoenix. Tell me how you feel about being yourself. What troubles get to you when you struggle to make those changes? What things seem to pop back up the most when you try so hard to make those changes happen the best way possible? But no, you are not alone in this struggle. Not anymore. We're all here for each other. We all support each other because in this world, in this new mythology. The phoenix is no longer alone. The phoenix now has a covey of fellow phoenixes. We are a bloody, beautiful bunch. Different colors, different sizes, different shapes, different genders. And our soulmates are whomever we choose them to be. But no, you are not alone in this journey. Your tales are my tales. So that's it for another episode of The Phoenix Tales. Again, I'm your host, Sinaeo, Sinatra Garth. And I hope you really enjoyed the show. In fact, let me know. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Cinna underscore AL, on Twitter at Cinna AL, and on my website at Cinnara.com. So drop me a line. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, and what topics you want to know more about. And let's talk. Let's have some dialogue and find out what you want to know as a reborn phoenix. And until next time, Bendithian. <laughs>